Hello Nigerian, thank you, thank you for choosing to listen to my podcast. This is Tayo Bilu welcoming you to the third episode of How Did We Get Here? And I'm kind of excited about that. This is the third episode. Wow. Little by little, we're making some progress here. Now we started something. We last week we talked about the reasons why that coup, the January 15, 1966 coup, the very first coup that was ever staged in this country. We discussed reasons why it wasn't an Igbo coup, and those reasons were actually very cogent reasons. Today we want to go into the coup in detail. We want to look at what actually happened and who were the real actors of the coup. The coup was staged by a group of soldiers within the rank of majors. We had Major Inzogu Kaduna who was seen actually as the leader of the coup. He wasn't really, technically speaking, he wasn't really the leader of the coup. The coup was originally the idea of Major Ifiajuna. Emmanuel Ifeajuna, but Inzogu Kaduna is seen as the leader because of the very key role he played in the coup. He led the coup in a very skillful manner. In fact, in the northern region, Kaduna, where he led the coup, where he led the operations, that part, um, the coup recorded the highest level of success. But in other parts of the country, it wasn't as successful. So we had Major Inzogu Kaduna, we had Ifeajuna, we had Onfrey Chukuka, we had Anuforo, we had um, Major Adewale Ademoyega, who was the only Yoruba among the coup plotters. There were other coup plotters, but these are the major ones among them. These are the ones who actually took very key roles. They led the coup in different parts of the country. We shall be going into that one in the next episode, where we shall be discussing how they actually killed their targets. But today we are going to be focusing on why they led the coup and who were their targets why they decided to make the coup so bloody so why did the coup plotters why did they decide to stage that coup number one they had political reasons you know at this point the military had been very politicized the government has been using the military to settle some political scores and the effect of this was that the military was getting more and more politicized. This proved dangerous later on, but that's a story for another day. Now, the coup plotters, they were very irritated at the political status quo of the country. They were nauseated by how corrupt the first republic were and they decided that they had to put an end to it and then set up a new order. They had to clear the audience tables, as we put it, and then they wanted to install their own president, a civilian president who they believed in, the person of Obafemi Awolowo. This really was why they decided to stage the coup. There have been some events that have been happening over the years. Notice that at this point, this was just the sixth year after our independence. There have been some things that have been happening. We will have to go back into those events later in future episodes very soon so that we can have a clear picture of what the country was like before that coup itself so we can know, we can know why whether that coup was really warranted or it was unwarranted i want to read a speech by major Insogu. a speech he delivered after he had captured the northern region on january 15 1966 he said something about why they chose to lead that coup and i'll be reading it now our enemies are the political profiteers the swindlers the men in high and low places that seek bribes and demand 10 percent those that seek to keep the country divided permanently so that they can remain in offices as ministers or VIPs at least, the tribalists, the nepotists, those that make the country look big for nothing before international circles, those that have corrupted our society and put the Nigerian calendar 
back by their words and deeds. So according to the coup plotters, the coup was necessary to end tribalism, nepotism, corruption speaking generally. And for that to happen, some certain politicians and soldiers will have to be killed. The leading politicians actually, the leading politicians and soldiers will have to be killed. So automatically, they would have to eliminate the prime minister, the person of Tafar Balewa. Azikiwe was outside the country at this point, so there was no need targeting him. Amadou Belo, the premier of the north, was also a target. Ladoke Akintola, the premier of the west, was also a target. Michael Okpara, premier of the east, was also a target. Okote Ebo was also marked for elimination because he had a lot of corruption scandals going on at this time. These were the leading politicians that were marked for arrest or elimination. But for the coup to be successful, they will also have to eliminate some senior officers who were loyal to the federal government. Among them was Aguiyi Ironsi, who was the general officer commanding the Nigerian army, the younger parapata of the whole Nigerian army. We had Brigadier Samuel Ademulegun, commander of the 1st Brigade in Kaduna, Brigadier Zakaria Mamailari, commander of the 2nd Brigade in Lagos, Colonel Shoda Inde, the head of the NMTC, what we now call the Nigerian Defense Academy, NDA. The list of the senior officers to be eliminated also contained Lieutenant Colonel Abogo Lagema, Colonel Kor Mohammed, Lieutenant Colonel Pam. The death of these soldiers will be highly needed for the success of the coup and all of them actually, all of them were killed except Michael Opara, all the aforementioned politicians and soldiers were murdered in a very brutal manner. I hope you learned something new. In the next episode, we'll be going into the details of how these targets were killed. Till then, please stay with me. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening to my podcast.